In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Uh, as Abuna just said, we'll speak about social media, but in reality, social media doesn't need one lecture. It is difficult to cover everything uh, regarding social media in one lecture. Uh, God willing, if we are able to do uh, youth conventions during this Christmas break, uh, God willing, uh, maybe we can dedicate one convention for the social media. But as Abuna said, it is a very, very important subject because it can be very, very beneficial and very edifying, but in the same time, it can be very destructive and very harmful. In reality, social media has changed the world and changed how we communicate with one another. 30 or 40 years before, if you want to communicate with a person in another uh, country, you send him a letter. This letter may take two or three weeks until it reaches that person. And then until he responds, it may take another three or four weeks. So to get a reply from the person, it can take two months. But now actually, we are able to broadcast our very thought and opinion in to every single person in the world. And you can get reply and comments instantly from people who are living in the across the world, in the other side of the world. Definitely the internet has changed the way we live, we work, we socialize. It is now, as I said, very possible to communicate in real time with anyone around the globe. And this makes actually the world a very, very small village. The whole world became a very small village. And some statistics says that more than 60% of Americans have at least one account on a social networking site. Most of us have one Unlike any new technology, we must look at it and make judgments about its usage based upon its moral impacts and uh, effects. So I am sure all of us, we looked at a social media, uh, whether it is Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or whatever. Maybe one time, 
or definitely more than one time. Now we are living in a new age uh, of technology and it has its massive and unforeseen effect on our life. Before I speak about the negatives, as I told you, social media can be very, very helpful. So let me start by speaking about some benefits of the social media. Social media can be a source of edification if we use it right. As St. Paul said in Romans 14, 19, therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify another. This verse is very important in using social media. Am I using it for peace or not? Am I using it to edify one another or not? Sometimes uh, two friends, they have conflict with each other. So they start actually posting the conflict on the social media to the whole world. What is the point? What is the point you say, I have conflict with so-and-so? And sometimes when they show me uh, chat between our youth who are churchgoers and some of them are deacons or pre-servant or serving, so they are servants. Recently they showed me some chat and I was shocked the language they are using. It is a non-Christian language. And I, I am surprised how, that's why I did not call them godly. I called them churchgoers. People who come to the church every week. But on the social media, they use very, very bad language. Very bad, very offensive language. And then they say something, and we know that Christ is with us. Which Christ you are speaking about? How you are using this insulting language, and you are saying, but I know that Christ knows my heart. Which heart? Let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify another. Another verse from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. And by the way, these verses are not from New King James uh, because they are more explanatory. Uh, do not let any unwholesome talk 
come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So, before making any post, remember this verse. Is this post helpful for building others according to their need, that it may benefit those who listen or not? So, what are some benefits of the social media? Number one, it develops better social skills. Let me explain what I mean by this. So, you are trained to communicate better, you are trained to express yourself better, etc. But on the other side, you are trained to write better and to express yourself in writing better, but the negative that you are hiding behind a screen. So, in real life, when you communicate one-to-one, maybe your social skills will be very, very low. You are perfect and excellent in communicating behind the screen, but not in real life. And I know personally many interviewers in big companies or in faculties, and they told me, this generation, they are very smart, very intellectual, but when they come in the interview, they do very bad, in spite of their intelligence. Why? Because they lost how to communicate one-on-one. Most of the time they communicate behind, behind the screen. Also, another benefit, you learn new cultural and societal ideas and issues. So, when you learn about different cultures and you take what is positive from all these different cultures, this actually can develop your personality. People who grew in a small city and did not go outside the city, they think that the whole world is like this city. And everybody is thinking in the same way like this city. But when they go outside this circle, either by traveling or now by social media, and they learn about different cultures, so they know there are many, many people who are different from us, but they are very good also. And we can learn from the positives in every culture. Also, social media can help you to bond with real friends and to encourage them. Many of us lost contact with our 
best friends in primary school and in middle school. But now actually through social media, you can find them and you can connect with them. And we can encourage and edify one another. Another benefit, social media can be a very good medium for evangelism and witnessing for our faith. As the Lord said, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now you can post anything and defend your faith and explain your faith. And thus actually, when the Lord said, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works, you can actually write a story of saints and contemporary godly people and how their light is shining before the whole world. So people can know that holiness and godliness are livable. They can live a holy and godly life. Also, social media can challenge our creativity and make us develop real-world skill and share creative ideas with our friends. Uh, and also, social media for godly people make them better equipped to be active citizens in the society, to encourage for the best of the community in which we are living, best of our state, our city. So you can actually encourage the people in your area to act as godly citizens. Social media also help in learning about world events and current affairs outside our immediate environment. So there are many benefits for social media. And there is a song they teach it to the children. I'm sure all of you know this song. It says, be careful little eyes what you see. Be careful little ears what you hear. Be careful little mouth what you say. This song actually is very applicable as three important principles to use in social media. So the first principle, be careful little eyes what you see. What we look at or what we allow ourselves to see and occupy our mind will influence you regardless you like it or not. As the Lord said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 and 23, the eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. 
But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Be careful, little eyes, what you see. The second principle, be careful, little ears, what you hear. St. Paul in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, he told us, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. That what you let... uh, these things only to enter your ear and enter your mind. Reflect only on what is true, what is noble, what is just, what is pure, etc. And about your mouth, be careful, little mouth, what you say. But no one, that James chapter 3, 8 to 10, no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not. Another important verse, let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. If you would not say say it in person, why are you typing online? So, if this word, you cannot say it in person, it is offensive word. How you allow yourself to type it online? If this word does not build up or edify others. So, do I really need to say it? What are some concerns about social media? For many teens, teenagers, social media can become almost addictive. In a study by researchers, researchers at the UCLA in the Brain Mapping Center, they found that certain regions of teen brains became activated by the likes on the social media, sometimes causing them to want to use social media more because I want to get more likes, because it makes me feel happy. This addiction. Addiction, you take drug, you feel happy, so you want to take it again. So they found the effect of likes on your brain similar to the effect of drugs. That's why it is addictive. And in another part of the same study, the researchers could see a correlation between social media 
and peer influence. How? Participants in the study were shown both neutral photos and risky photos. So they showed them neutral photos and some risky photos. What they found is that the type of the image had no impact on the number of likes given by teens in the study. So it doesn't matter whether it is a good photo or bad photo. But what really matters the popularity of the image. If the image is very popular, even if it is bad photo, it will impact. Because that's the peer influence, that's the peer pressure. So, they were likely to hit like on the popular photo. So they don't basically don't use their mind to like the good photo and dislike the bad photo. But the popular photo, they just hit like, regardless of what they showed, the photo showed. So researchers believe this behavior shows that peers can have both positive and negative influence on others while using social media. If they like it, good article, all of us will like it. If this article is popular. If this article is a bad article and is popular, all of us we will be influenced by it. What are the most common mental health-related issues from too much social media use? And I want you to be careful, because too much use of social media can affect your mental health. Number one, depression. Depression. Researchers are just beginning to establish a link between depression and social media. They have discovered that social media use can be associated with an intensification of the symptoms of depression. So if I feel down and I spend time on social media, so this depression is intensified. Because with social media, it decreases my social activity and increases my loneliness. I'm sitting lonely, and maybe I'm not interacting, but just I'm reading comments, I'm reading negative stuff. So this can intensify the depression. According to a study, people who used more than seven social media platforms, like Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, etc., if they are using more than seven social media platforms, they had more than three times the risk of depression than people who used two or fewer sites. 
three times chances to have depression. And several additional studies have shown that the prolonged use of social media may be related <coughs> to the signs and symptoms of depression as well as low self-esteem, especially in children. The reference to all these studies, we have it. We have reference to all these studies. Uh, another influence is anxiety. Anxiety. Teens often feel emotionally invested in their social media account. If you read something joyful, you will be happy all the day. If you wake up in the morning and read something negative, actually, you will not be happy. Also, anxiety because you don't only feel the pressure to respond quickly online. Some people actually, they bully you if you don't respond to them online quickly. They tell you, I send you this message, why you did not respond? I remember I received message around middle night, midnight. So in the morning, I did not reply at it yeah, immediately, instantly. So in the morning, when I woke up, I found the person who sent me the message. Uh, he was able to know, you know, in, 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 in WhatsApp, you, you can know whether he read it or, or not. So he's blaming me and inducing guilt message on me. Where is the fatherhood? You read my message and you did not reply? So people expect to reply instantly. And if you are one who can actually, people can manipulate you with inducing guilt, so you feel anxious that you need to respond immediately. That's why some you sitting in the church or in the divine liturgy, and they are responding immediately, lest their friends bully them and tell them you did not answer immediately. So you feel the pressure to respond quickly online. Also, you feel the pressure to have perfect photos and well-written posts, all of which can cause a great deal of anxiety. And sometimes somebody will send you a very long post or post a very long message like a dissertation, for example, and you feel obliged to respond to it. So it will take time from your study, from your prayer time, from your family time, from your rest time to reply. Some studies have found that the larger the teen social circle online, the more anxiety they feel about keeping up with everything online. For example, if you have 1,000 followers or friends, 
you will be attacked with anxiety more than a person who has 20 friends. So the more you have people, the more actually you are attacked by anxiety. It takes a lot of time and effort to keep up with the unspoken rules and culture of each social media platform. And as a result, this puts additional pressure on you, which can cause you feel anxious. Another thing many teens, especially girls, are worried about what others might think of them and how they will respond when they see them next in person. Then factor in the cyberbullying and other online behaviors, and you can see why social media is a very real source of anxiety for many teenagers. Third effect, we said depression and anxiety, number three, sleep deprivation. Sometimes teens and even adults spend so many hours on social media that they begin to lose valuable sleep. For example, you are sleepy at night. It's midnight and you want to sleep. But it's addiction. So you are holding your phone and searching the social media and you are fighting the sleep in order to read all the posts and all the comments. Consequently, consequently, this sleep loss can lead to moodiness, to be moody, or drop in your grades, or overeating. And also, this can uh, intensify some problems like depression or anxiety or uh, attention deficit disorder. One study found that one-fifth of the teens said they almost always wake up during the night and look into social media. Uh, some youths are laughing here, so apparently that's true. So if you wake up in the middle of the night to check your social media, most probably you are addict to the social media. So in addition to reporting feeling tired all the time, they also reported being less happy on the average than teens whose sleep was not disturbed by social media. Science and medicine says that teens need more sleep than adults. So logging into social media in the middle of the night can be detrimental to your physical health as well. So aside from feeling tired and irritable, lack of sleep can lower your immune system and make it more likely 
for a teen to get sick. Another negative impact is envy and jealousy. People tend to post only the positive things that they experience or make light of the bad with funny little jokes. It can appear to the reader that other people lead more exciting lives than they do. And unfortunately, what we often don't realize is that people tend to only post their highlight uh, reel on social media and often keep the negatives or the difficult experiences of the internet. As a result, another person's life may look perfect online but in reality, offline, they have the same struggle like everyone else. But when you read about the, how your friend got the best iPhone, how your friend got the best car, how your friend got the best computer, actually, we cannot resist falling into comparison and thinking that other people are happier than us or better off than us. In reality, they are just showing just good part of their life. And as a result, this can feed into depression, loneliness, anger, and variety of other issues. But what's more worse, envy and jealousy. You feel, you feel jealous of them and you envy them. And if we don't deal with envy and jealousy properly, this can lead to bullying and hurting behavior. Another negative impact is in communication. Yes, I said in the benefits of social media that it is a great way to stay connected with friends and family. But definitely it is not like face to face. That's why St. John said, I have many things to write to you, but I don't want to write them in ink and paper but I like to discuss with you face to face. When you communicate through social media, you cannot see the facial expression of the other. You cannot hear their tone of voice. And because of this, it is very easy to misunderstand the other especially when the people try to be funny or use sarcastic tone. Many people spend so much time online checking status of others and the likes they got 
and they forgot to interact with the people right in front of them. So other people will see you online but not interacting with them. For this reason, friendships can suffer when social media takes center stage in a person's life. And your friends will be upset because you are online but not communicating with them. As a result, you will have relationship with others that are not deep or authentic. The priority on social media often focus on the pictures people take that show how much fun they are having. Rather than focusing on having fun and good time together on the social media. So I focus looking at the picture that the people post to show you how much fun they have. And you forget to interact with the other person and to have good quality time and nice time together. That's why the friendship suffers. As Christian, we should not forget that everywhere we go, we represent our Savior. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20, Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ. As though Christ were pleading through us. So you are an ambassador of Christ. For some reason on social media, it seems like Christ is completely absent, is completely blocked from our minds. Why I'm saying this? Because there are common negative attitudes on social media. And this negative attitude because we blocked Christ, we are not ambassadors of Christ. The first negative attitude is negativity. There is a fact that the bad news are more on the social media than the good news. Christian can easily lament the growing immorality in the world and the loss of the truth around us. But we have to be careful not to fall into this constant state of negativity. Sometimes I feel that there are two worlds, the real world and the virtual world. When you go to the social media and read about all the negativity around us, you feel that the whole world is falling And then when you leave the social media and you look at the people around you, 
you, you'll find, no, the situation is not that worse as it is presented on the social media. Some people in politics, they make you believe that the whole system is 100% corrupt. And then when you deal with the system, you will find it not as bad as it is portrayed on the social media. The same applies to the church. Some people actually make you believe on the social media that there is no goodness in the church at all. That's one world. But when you come into the real world, you will find totally the opposite. So be careful. Be careful lest you fall into this negative state of mind. Believing every negativity on the social media, you will make you negative in your life. Also, another negative attitude on social media, sometimes there is waves of outrage on the social media. So people are angry, either for political reasons, social reasons, religious reasons, spiritual reasons. People are angry. And sometimes you find yourself just dragged into this anger. And you became angry like them. Although you don't know the whole story. And many facts are missing. But you just became angry. So, yes, we know some battles are worth fighting. But in reality, most people do not care about any of these controversies. After a few months of this outrage wave, everything will calm down. Think, for example, in the past three, four years. Many waves of anger in social media. This wave took three, four months and then disappeared. During these four months, people were so angry and attacking each other. And then disappeared. This means we are influenced easily by what is written there. Christian would be better off representing their Savior with dignity and charity than having a meltdown over whatever the headlines were that day. So you need actually to control your anger and ask yourself, do I know all the facts? Why I'm angry? 
Why am I just I am following the crowd blindly? Another negative attitude is self-praise and self-elevation. Glorifying oneself. Adam and Eve wanted to be similar to God. And the same serpent that deceived Adam and Eve is actually tempting us with this temptation to praise myself on the social media. So avoid the temptation to use social media as avenue to make yourself look great. And sometimes God is covering us and I'm making myself look great in front of everybody. And if God actually revealed my weaknesses on the social media, maybe I cannot find a place to hide. So be real with yourself. Another negative attitude is what we call it spiritual brag. So, showing your virtue online, it's like hypocrisy. Like the people who were praying on the corners of the street as the Lord said. If you do something good, don't seek affirmation from your Facebook friends. If you go and help the poor, or if you feed the homeless, don't take this picture and post it on your uh, Facebook. Why won't everybody to know that you went and you fed the homeless? Do this in front of, of your Heavenly Father only, and your Heavenly Father will reward you openly. Another negative attitude, when you trust and share false teaching, whether this false teaching regarding social issues or regarding a false doctrine, or regarding some negative bad news. For example, maybe you read a research about how marijuana is helpful and has benefits. And if there is one research is saying this, there are 10,000 of researchers saying again this. So you take this research and share it and ask others to share it. In this way you are deceiving others. Because you make others 
believe false teaching and false research. Or you read a paper about doctrines like intercession or communion or sacraments or whatever. Paper that's attacking your beliefs and the church beliefs. So you share it. In this way, actually, you are offending others. If you have a question about it, come and discuss it with your servant, with Abuna. But what is the purpose of sharing something that confuses others and it is a false teaching? If you hear about a negative story, and then you share it. Ask yourself, do you know all the facts? If you don't, how you share it and you comment on it? In Corinthians chapter 11 it says, for such are false prophets, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder for Satan himself transforming himself into an angel of light. So, some news or some teaching will appear like angels of light. But in reality, they are written by the influence of Satan. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Another uh, common negative attitude is hurting or attacking others and gossiping and slandering others. Especially if you know for sure that others, because of their kindness and because of their love, they will not respond to your lies, to your slander, to your attacks, to your hurt. For example, a teenager may complain about his father or his mother on the social media and say all the negative stuff about them. Because he he knows very well that his parents will never slander him on the social media. And because of their love and their mercy, they will accept and forgive his slander and his hurting. Social media is a very fertile soil for gossip, slander, hurting and attacking others. Don't be dragged. Don't be dragged into this. It's very easy 
to be dragged. You know why? Sometimes it's difficult to confront and say these bad words. For example, it's difficult to say these bad words to your father or mother in their face. But when you are hiding behind the screen, you can write whatever you want to write. That's why at the end, I like to tell you some guidelines for us as a Christian to use with social media. Don't use it as your main way of socializing. Be yourself, meaning be an ambassador of Christ. Also, stay away from spiritual bragging and stay away from self-elevation. Think before you post, is it edifying? Does this give grace to the listener? Why you are writing this comment? Why you are writing this post? Is it for the glory of God? Think before you like or follow, lest you follow people who will impact your life negatively. And in general, be positive. Be positive in your thinking and whatever you post. That's why it's important to always evaluate yourself. There is a beautiful verse in the book of Psalms. Catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines. Social media can be like a little fox, but can spoil the vine of your life. So, how to evaluate yourself? Number one, do assessment. How much time per day do I spend looking at a screen? How much time do I spend per day checking social media profiles or streams? Then after you, you make the assessment, decide to have a balance. Put in your schedule activity that are put in in your schedule activity that are social in nature. But don't limit your social activities only to online interaction. As I told you, face-to-face, one-to-one is better than online. If all your social activities are online, this is wrong. Go and meet somebody outside. Have good time and quality time together. So assess, balance, and number three, be in the likeness of Christ. Build your own life, build your online life around Christ-like priorities. How can you share the message of Christ online? Let your light shine before men. How can you speak the truth in love online? As St. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 5, speak the truth in love. Let me conclude with this verse. 
see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.